Hello, and welcome to this season of the Feminist Voices Podcast. My name is B, and I am one of the 2019-2020 Feminist Narratives interns. This season, we sat down with student artists at Stanford to talk about their artistic journeys and learn about how they maintain their creative practices while at Stanford. For this episode, Raleigh sat down with Kathy to hear about their work as a painter. We hope you enjoy. With your name, your pronouns, if you're comfortable sharing those, and what form of art that you practice. So my name is Kathy Yang. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm primarily a painter, and I also do a bit of printmaking. And how does being at a place like Stanford impact your art practice, either positively or negatively? I think, I mean, in terms of positive or negative, it's definitely a little bit of both, because most people don't know Stanford as an art school, and because it is not an art school, and kind of the overwhelming presence of STEM and the surrounding of Silicon Valley really affects how I think about my art, especially as someone doing more traditional media. I sometimes feel the pressure to expand into digital media, even though that is not the medium that I'm comfortable with, but I also take a lot of pride in continuing my artistic practice and sort of not being drawn into more STEM classes. But it's also really inspiring because I'm constantly meeting people who are doing really cool projects that are just like changing the world in so many ways. And even if it doesn't directly impact my practice, I think it is really inspiring to see people striving for new things. Yeah, and how do you maintain or sustain your practice while at an institution like Stanford? Like, has it changed since before you got here over time? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's definitely very different from high school when I was just taking whatever classes were offered at my school. So at Stanford, you know, there's a lot more classes that I've taken and there's great facilities. I think a big part of it is just finding out about and making use of the facilities and resources. Even though it's a pretty small department, there's a lot of grants and other organizations on campus that will sponsor our projects. They're just kind of finding those opportunities. And I guess a lot of times you also have to kind of advocate for yourself because sometimes there isn't even like a precedent for certain grants being offered for certain projects and you really have to convince people the value of art on this campus, you know, which is, I think, just as important as natural sciences and social sciences and engineering. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on the idea of separating the art from the artist? And this can be in any sort of context. Mm -hmm. I think this is something I definitely think a lot about, especially in the past few years when the Me Too movement in conjunction with the entertainment industry, a lot of news has been coming out about that and I think it's a really important question and that one that I'm still trying to kind of cope with, but I think good art should never excuse terrible people and, you know, people can make art that doesn't reflect their actions. So I guess in some sense, I do think that the art and the artist should be separated. And I guess like you can acknowledge and appreciate art while also acknowledging the actions and you know, real life impact of the artist as people. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a kind of like a bonus, another question that <laughs> I just thought of. Yeah. What has it been like creating a creative community for yourself on campus? Um, do you feel that a lot of the people that you surround yourself with are also creative or artists or do you feel that you get community in other ways? 
I think a little bit of both, just because the art department here is so small. So I know in, in our year, there's about a dozen people doing art practice, maybe a few more, but I didn't even get to meet everyone in our year doing art practice until last year, I would say. So I think a lot of my more artistic, creative communities have come from other activities I've done, like theater or from like the Asian American community, where you meet people who are doing creative things but may not be majoring in art or like another like taps or music but I think I also draw a lot of value from surrounding myself with people who do very different things for me and kind of seeing the creativity in like very different activities and fields so I mentioned like CS is like a really big presence at Stanford so just like statistically a lot of the people you know here will be doing some form of engineering and a lot of my friends happen to be uh, in CS or SIMSYS and talking to them like I feel like I'm always learning something and I really enjoy that. And what sort of is your process like when you're creating? Do you feel that your art often has a message that you know throughout the creating or does it sort of come to you throughout? I think it's definitely more spontaneous. I think I, I find myself often spending a lot of time trying to think of a message or like a central theme behind a piece of work and then just getting so frustrated because everything feels so rigid and then just going for it without thinking about you know the message that I'm trying to send. But often in the end, there is some form of clear message. You know, sometimes it's weeks or months after I've created the piece and I look back on it and I can finally articulate my thoughts about it. And I think all the thinking and planning that went beforehand, even though I, I may feel like didn't directly contribute to the outcome of the work, I feel like it's definitely still there in my subconscious and it just kind of emerges as you create the work. But I'm definitely very process oriented. I think I value like the process of creation maybe more than planning and research, but it's always about finding a balance. Yeah. So how do you see your identities, your intersecting identities influencing or coming out in the work that you make? I think I definitely see my own identity and like the communities I identify with being a big part of my work. So I mainly do oil paintings and it's a very historically charged medium that I love and I want to employ to depict more people of color and just like putting bodies of color on a canvas. I think that has significant meaning and so I'm Chinese American and I immigrated to the U.S. when I was 10 and I really feel like my like immigration experience has been an integral part of who I am and also comes through in my work whether I plan for it to or not. Yeah, I think everything that an artist makes is in some way like a reflection of who they are as a person and how they live their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And what is something that you believe is central and or essential to your artistic practice? Something that is central or essential to my practice is definitely just noticing moments in life and just kind of living in the moment. Because oftentimes we think of art in these like big grand ideas and that it's all about something, you know, really universal or like the very essence of beauty. But I feel like a lot of times that just boils down to really small things in everyday life. Like I'm really drawn to human figures and human faces and I think there's something about just like connecting with the moment and connecting with the people around you while also being aware of who you are and where you're coming from that is 
kind of at the center of my work and that I hope to some people will evoke that brand feeling of universal beauty. Um, and then the last question is just what is something that you would change about the way that art exists on this campus or something that you would hope for for the future artists who major just practice it? I hope it can be more accessible on campus. I know, I mean, all the art studio classes have like a $100 studio fee, and they also often have these like implicit fees for supplies that can discourage people from lower income backgrounds from accessing these classes. And also they're so time consuming that like I totally understand if someone, you know, just has to like finish certain units and they don't have time to make art or don't have time to take an art class. But I think it's really important to encourage people to make art, not maybe Maybe not even in a classroom setting, but just like a everyday activity, because I think it's very stress relieving, and it's also just how humans have lived for like I think for as long as we've lived, we've been making art, and to have like these academic disciplines be so separated and distinct, and that you know if you study a certain discipline, you may never have time to paint. That seems really harsh to me, and I think Stanford is doing a lot, or trying to do a lot to help. Like, I know Stanford Arts has like a lot of initiatives to encourage more students to be involved in the arts, and I also think there's these like little communities that form on campus, you know, maybe around certain residences or in certain organizations where students are coming together to make art, you know, in their own time, and helping each other and providing creative feedback, and I think that's really valuable. Thank you so much for listening. Tune in next week where we speak with Maya B about their practice in multimedia art.